Hello and welcome to the Man on Podcast. I am Darren and joining me today is Martin and Craig. How are you guys? Yeah, not too bad, mate. I'm pretty good. Had a had a good weekend uh, on the beers. Yep. On a stag, but so hence why we've got the champ man uh, sim data preview tonight rather than being out yesterday morning. But uh, hopefully that's all right with everyone. It makes it a little bit different to do it live. <laughs> Why? Don't apologise. I couldn't give a shit if it wasn't. They're well, no, it. I don't really. I meant I'm <laughs> polite. <laughs> uh, but I can confirm uh, Martin was on the beers on the weekend because him and his mate called me pissed up. Quite funny. We knew you'd we knew you'd be good value, so that's why we picked on you. <laughs> yeah, I was I was walking the dog. <laughs> Random. No phone calls for me. I wouldn't have answered to be fair. I was in bed with COVID, so uh, I wasn't going to answer the phone to anyone. So yeah, luckily, yeah. they me up. That's crap, isn't it? <laughs> that's less funny. I'm taking it down now. And I'm on uh, I'm on the drink tonight. I'm on the brandy tonight. I can't even do that either. I've given up. Um, I gave up all drinks apart from water for Lent at the start of Lent. So I've got another about. A month or so to give away <laughs> so yeah it's been a right struggle this week all i've wanted is like a lucas aid or something but i've not been allowed <laughs> i was so. gonna say i think after i got it i mean after if i was you i'd have got covid i'd have been like yeah sod the water thing i'm gonna go for something like lucas aid or something with some energy in it um i barely drink in fairness but tonight i was just like you know what been a been a tough day um i feel like brandy so i'm doing it um cool so tonight guys we've got a, a, a mixture of things really haven't we we've got some fpl discussion we've got craig's dilemmas sounds like a little t- newspaper column uh well, obviously we've got the champ man sim data um and we're gonna do all your questions for you as well that you've written mainly to craig but hey never mind you get agony aunts right i could be an, an, you don't get too many agony uncles and as the world's changing, we need to be a bit more fair with this sort of stuff. Maybe like any uncle in the newspapers. 100% agree. Yeah. There was Dear Deirdre, now there's Craggy Craig. I don't know. Craggy Craig. Craggy Craig, I'm going with that. We're sticking like with that. It. Craggy Craig. Um, right. No problem at all. Okay. So uh, I think, first of all, we're going to jump straight into your FPL stuff, aren't we, Craig? Yeah, we can do. Um so this was my plan all along to wildcard this week. Um, I don't think my strategy across the last sort of six or seven game weeks has gone that well. I think a few of us in in the man on group bench, uh, bench boosted the week. Everyone triple captain Salah that went badly, and I think there's been a few different obviously strategies since. I set up for to dead end into game week thirty. That didn't really go too well because loads of players I tried to dead end. We've all got injured in the run up to game week thirty, so I didn't have them. Dinye, Samedo, people like that. I actually did okay this game week. I got like 61 points or something, which is obviously a flying week compared to what a lot of people got. But um, I think overall as a strategy, the last six, seven weeks have, have not been good. This is a rare, like ray of sunshine, I suppose, in a compared to what's happened. But anyway, we, we are where we are. And now we're into to game week 31. I don't know what you guys are like for chips. Martin played his wildcard a few weeks back, right? But um, you still got one, Darren? Got you, no, you... not wildcard, free hit. So yeah, this, this might be helpful still because obviously for me it's it's helpful because I've got to pick a whole squad of people, but you've obviously still got transfers you need to make and other chips you want to think about using. So there might be some helpful stuff in amongst this. So just some rough talking points really around what I'm looking at when I'm... It, it's obviously not ideal to pick a free hit team yet. We've got two weeks or whatever it is to the next game. So it's, it's unlikely I'm going to settle on a team now, but I'm just going to put down a few points that I'm considering. Um, 
and then I've, I've got a few sort of squads as well that I've, I've sort of put together and we can talk through some of those. So it, the, the gist of it was, obviously, there's five teams with what we call extra games. But it's 11 teams with nine fixtures left. Then Leicester, Everton, Burnley with 11. Chelsea and Arsenal with 10. So I think it makes reasonable sense on a wild card or with transfers to target those five teams because you get extra games off them. Um, and on the flip side of that, there's four teams that have got eight games left. West Ham, Wolves, Brentford and Leeds. So I'm going to be avoiding those. Uh, I think Leeds have also got a blank in 33 being confirmed with Villa and I think maybe another team. But I say I'm, I'm, I'm going to avoid those four teams and say it was handy for me because I did end it with a few Wolves players. Um, I haven't had a West Ham player since I sold Bowen a few weeks back. Rafinha has been in and out of my squad most of the season, but I'm not considering those. And that's handy because there's a few players there that you kind of want to try and squeeze in. But if you just discount them now, um, makes life a little bit easier. And then the other thing I was looking at was the next four weeks. So obviously Burnley and Everton have got a double this week. Do I want to be, how heavy do I want to be going on those players? If, you, if you're wild carded now, it feels like I should have a piece of that, even though I don't particularly want either of those two teams. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, I went in on Burnley once before when I had a double and it didn't go very well. I think I had triple up with Veghorst and two defenders and I got about 10 points between them. So I don't think it went very well, but we, we are there again. And then mainly looking at 33, there's obviously a collection of teams there with a double in 33. So my position now is how many players do I want? Was looking at like a three-week window. Do I want to be picking a wildcard team to sort of make the most of 31 to 33? Or do I want to be sort of being a bit more considerate of the fixes beyond that and maybe going a bit lighter on 33 but being better set up for the run after that. It feels like if I'm wildcarding now and a lot of people have maybe used theirs already, I should attack the next block of three games because I'm guessing a lot of people can't really do that without a chip. So that's the sort of what's going around in my head at the minute. How many players do I want with no doubles, which includes Liverpool, Man City. They've obviously got each other as well in game week 32. How much do I want to load up knowing... Do they got to play each other? I don't, do I really want to be having five or six players involved in that particular fixture? Not really. Um, say Tottenham I've included because they've got no doubles, but they've got quite good games, the singles they've got. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where we are. So the teams with a double in 33, Leicester, Burnley, Arsenal, Brighton, Man United, Southampton, Newcastle. Again, they're not ideally teams I think a lot of people will have players from. I don't think people have got too many Newcastle. Um, Brighton, maybe not at the minute. So it's it's tricky to to I don't know what your guys' first thoughts are on the teams with the extra games and then obviously the teams with with doubles in the next three. If there's anything that jumps out of you as someone you'd really want or a team you'd really want in in all of that. Let I mean I <clears throat> excuse me. My plan I think is to use my free hit in thirty three. That has been my plan for a while. Um, I think I'm still planning to. Leicester obviously are right up there with Newcastle and Everton. Everton are a big steaming pile of shit. So uh, <laughs> I think I'll be targeting them. Sorry to any Everton fans. I actually quite like Everton, but they are really bad at the moment. So um, I think Leicester players are, are kind of a must. Um, I'm not I'm not buying into the Burnley hype. I absolutely will not be buying into the Veghurst hype. <laughs> that I know will that will go around. Um, and then, yeah, again, Arsenal, they've got a difficult Chelsea game, haven't they, really? But they have got then South, they have got Southampton. They are in a bit of a role. So potentially one or two from Southampton for, for, for me, really. Um, but this is just free hit. I mean, you've got wild card, so you would definitely want to be triple up in Leicester. 
Well, this is the thing, right? They've got a load of other fixtures to fit in as well around other competitions. Yeah. So it's how strong will they go in the league? They've got really anything to play for now, have they? I don't think. No, they haven't. I mean, they know. No, I guess they haven't. But they still want a strong finish, don't they? They think they'll still play a strong enough squad. I mean, let's be fair. They've only got three strikers, and one of them's constantly injured. So at the end of the day, you can't really go wrong with picking either Daka or Nacho. Yeah, it's it's, it's awkward. I, I can't really work out what's for the best. It feels like tripling up on Chelsea seems like a good idea on the basis their fixtures are actually not bad coming up and most people probably yeah, haven't yeah, got that. Definitely. Um, but aside from that... Arsenal, Arsenal as well. Apart from that Chelsea game, they're doing really well at the moment and they look pretty dangerous going forward. So apart from the Chelsea game, you've got Palace, Brighton, Southampton there. I'd be left definitely looking at a, at least one defender and maybe two two attacking players, maybe Saka, Lacassette, um, Odgaard. I've got Odgaard at the minute. Do you want to move on? So I've got unless Martin's yeah, got course. something on this quickly. I was just going to say, if you like, well, you've got a team now. I was going to say, if you discounted Man United because they're. Not in your list. I guess they're in between in terms of the number of games they've got. But their next three, are, well, I suppose one of them is part of the double game week. That's the problem. But if you discount the fact that they've got Liverpool away as part of their double, Leicester home, Everton away, Norwich home, it doesn't get much better than that, does it? I mean, I wouldn't expect them to keep clean sheets um, against against Leicester at home, but you know, not returns, very good defensively from an attacking perspective. Leicester, Everton and Norwich. Yeah. Definitely be looking. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you didn't have United. That's true. Um, but yeah, given that, I would definitely be looking at uh, at least a double United. But it is the first team. This is the one that I've currently got as my saved free hit at the moment. It uses the exact money as well. So just for those on audio, it's um, Pope and Foster as the two keepers. So Pope will obviously pretty much play all the games. He's got two doubles in the next three. And I think probably another double beyond that, which is fine. Then the big sort of attacking three defenders, you'd probably want Trent and Cancelo. I've got a lot of money tied up in them, so I can't really sell them on negotiable, I think. And then I've got Rhys James as well. So the big three attacking fullbacks. And then James Justin as a punt, who's now coming back. Leicester have obviously got a few doubles. And then Ben White, Arsenal again, cheap defender, a few extra games. He's probably value for money at the moment. Yeah, he's kept 12 clean sheets so far, same as last year. So really good. Then, then Salah's in, Barnes for Leicester with their extra games, Mountain for Chelsea, we just spoke about, and Martinelli for Arsenal, we spoke about, and then Kulisevsky just because he's cheap and Tottenham's games ain't bad. And then Kane, very course, I know you just mentioned him, but say Burnley have got the doubles. And then Broya, Southampton have got a double in 33, and I think he's kind of hard to go against, I think, on a wild card because he's so cheap. So th this team here has got seven double game week players in 33. It's got two that have got a double in 31 hasn't really got a weak link in terms of a an odd job on the bench who's permanently sat there. So all the players are, are playable whenever you need them. Um, the only issue is there's not too many premiums, I don't think, in this team. It's basically Kane and Salah and no one else. So if, I, if it comes up that you want a third one, whether it's a Son, whether it's a De Bruyne, it's not necessarily an easy move to get one. So that's my one sort of fear with this team. But I think it's got most of the, the better teams covered apart from Man United. Um, I don't know what Man United player you'd go for. The, the next team has got a Man United player in. Should we look at that one? They're, they're, they're awkward prices, aren't they? That's the trouble. 
Is your is your player before we look Sancho by any chance? It is. Uh, yeah, that's what that's why I was looking at. But that's what I would be looking at as well. So yeah, so this one's got the same four of the five same defenders, but I've got Amati in instead of Justin. That saves a million. Um, I think the Ramsdale and Gunning go. I think that's a little bit cheaper than Pope and um, Foster from the last slide. Um, and then a dead end, dead striker in Greenwood in this team's going Kane and Broyer instead. But the midfield is literally loaded with differentials in this team. So Salah is there, but the double up with Luis Diaz, I think his ownership's about 5%. Sancho's in there, low ownership and covers Man United. Madison's ownership's still 6-7%. And Martinelli, who's a bit more highly owned, but again, cheap enabler. So if midfield does seem like the position to take punts, and there's arguably two or three in this team, with Diaz and um, Sancho in particular, and Madison to a point. This team's better because I think there's more money in the starting line. Like Greenwood, you've got as a, pers- a permanent sub. Um, bro, yeah, uh, I suppose White could be subs. Um, Amati, obviously, I wouldn't be particularly keen on playing him, even if Leicester have got a dub, I don't rate him that highly. Um, but I say, I've got way more flexibility in midfield with this team and more differentials in midfield. If I'm going to make ground, there maybe is a few more punty players in this. I was going to yeah. say, do you prefer this team to the one previous? <laughs> I, I prefer the other team based on my normal type strategy. But if yeah, I'm yeah. chasing and I want to be aggressive, then this one's obviously better. I think I this, one, I this one's not fixture heavy though. This one literally pays no attention to the fixtures almost. Right. There's I mean, not many doublers in 33 in it. Um, I prefer your other team, the first one, but this one does give you flex. Excuse me, flexibility to then potentially go to any sort of Man City player you want to as well. Um, yeah, I can get to I can get to people like Mares in this team if I wanted to. And yeah, any one, anyone above seven million in midfield is really awkward in in the other team. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, Kulusevski should get there soon. His, his his attacking output is absolutely insane. His last couple of points are like 12, 15, 11, 10, and then he's got a two, I think. But um, yeah, I mean they're both good yeah. teams. Don't get me wrong. Have you got a third this one? one just feels, yeah, I've got a third one as well. This one's a bit different again because it's got Robertson in the third one. Nice, all um, double up Liverpool. It, I found it really hard to go with to have Trent, Robertson, James, and Cancelo, and still keep Salah and Kane. Um, it was almost impossible. Robertson was proving one sort of one player too much, I think, to get in. So this one, James downgraded to Thiago Silva, so I've still got Chelsea coverage. Um, so yeah, Ramsdale in goal. Um, for the, the graphics most... slightly messed up on. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, I really yeah, it's Ramsdale and Sanchez in goal. So I think they've they've got okay games, but I could downgrade Sanchez to a non-playing keeper and just play Ramsdale all the time. Maybe put him with Foster, say point five. Then I say Thiago's in for Reese James, but um, otherwise it's Robertson, Trent, Cancelo, Justin there. I could downgrade him to Ben White and save a bit more, arguably. Then. Midfield is Martinelli, Madison, Foden, who I, I really want. He seems like he's nailed that centre forward spot for Man City now, and he's playing quite well. I really don't want to go without him, but again, there's only so many players you can fit in, right? And he's, I think yeah. Man City haven't got outstandingly good games and no doubles on on the horizon in the short term, so maybe he's a short term sacrifice and get him in nearer the end. Um, and then Salah and Jacob Ramsey's in. So this one's got Jacob Ramsey and Martinelli. And really cheap up front. Kucho's in from Watford, who's played a couple of games and doing quite well lately. 
yeah, really well. Doing and, really well. And then Broyer and Kane. So my, my this one's very premium in defence. Feels like a five-three-two sort of team, five-four-one even sort of team. This one, um, but it's got Salah, Kane, and the premium defence in. But yeah, no double in thirty-one, which seems a bit stupid if I'm wildcarding with a double and not pick anyone with a double in it. Mm. Um, not actually too many doubles in thirty-three either. Only five, so not not maybe not ideal. And so then there's five players as well across Liverpool and Man City ahead of their clash in thirty-two, um, and quite a lot of what I would call enablers in this team. To allow for the extra premium, so I, I don't know if I like this one. I'm, I'm forcing myself to play sort of two or three players every week. That I probably don't really want to be playing, but because yeah, Cucho, Ramsey, Martinelli. The only other thing I haven't picked in any of these teams, so all of them have got Kane in. I don't know if any of you feel that that's something that could be sacrificed. He's playing quite deep still, isn't he? But obviously he's getting he returns. Is, but I mean, look at his last couple. Look at his last five games points. 15, 11, 13, 14, 13. I mean, it's yeah. pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're not, they're not in the Champions League, they're not in the FA Cup. Like, it's, it's safe, isn't it? Like, Very safe. I, I I, personally, the fact that you've got Kane in every team is, 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 I think, correct. I certainly wouldn't be going without Kane at the moment. And, and even on my, potentially even on my free hit, I think the game week 33 is their time they play Brighton. I, I probably will have him as a single game week player, even on the free hit. Yeah, you'd have to. That's that's the thing. It's If I'd lost him, I could maybe get a few better midfielders in. But then, obviously, I, I just don't trust any of those midfielders in the middle, middle in price brackets. Your Watkins and obviously, him and can't be trusted at the minute to not get sent off. But anyone like that, I think it's really hard. There's no Man United up. So I wouldn't mind if there was a Man United strike. If Cavani was going to play a couple of games, maybe I'd punt it for nine million or whatever he is. But yeah, I don't really want. I, I don't want Ronaldo over Kane. No, hundred percent. I forgot him and has got sent off. Can I ask? It's the midfield that's so hard. My list of sort of shortlisted midfielders probably got about fifteen players, and I think defence. My my shortlist is actually quite small. It's quite a short shortlist for defence. There... Eight players. Is there a possibility Jimenez's red card could be overturned? Because from what I heard, it was a second yellow for a... a it, it they can't overturn two yellows, can you? No, uh, no. You can only overturn straight reds, of course. Yeah, it makes sense. So it, it, it's, it's just, my defensive list is probably up to 10 maximum. I'm even considering strikers is probably six to eight. It's the midfield where there's a longer list. And mm. it's, I think if you keep... I think Salah and Martinelli are quite hard to sell. I think those two are probably keeps... And in most teams, I ended up with about 20 million for the other three midfield slots. So obviously there's different ways to spread that money around. Do I want a Ramsey, for example, and maybe two higher price mids, or do I want three around the 7 million mark? Um, so it was that, yeah, I suppose the big questions here, Robertson and Trent double up. What, what are your thoughts on, who would your third Liverpool player be right now? If you was going to have, would you have three? And if you did, who would you go for? I think it depends. Um, Depends what you're playing for. For me, I'd go for Luis Diaz for the you know the upside on ownership. Hundred percent. But if you're defending rank, then and that's what you're aiming to do, then you go you go with this, don't you? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, you've put you've got the three that most people would definitely have. I think yeah, Luis Diaz is the other one. Uh, and if for any reason Firmino is injured and Jota starts playing again, then you go Jota, don't you? But you can't really pick between those two at the moment. So, yeah, I think there's only four really nailed. The other is obviously 
if you don't if you want Van Dyke if you're just looking for clean sheets. Yeah, so it, it, I think that the gist of my team, Cancelo and Trent are in. I think Ben White realistically is in. I think as a third defender, Before I think it's no brainer. I, I think I really want Reese James. I, I, I wouldn't be happy with myself if I didn't have him. Unless we got word about him being injured like quickly, but I think I think James Cancelo, Trent, and and White are four of my defenders. I do like the thought of Justin. I think as a fifth one at the minute, but indeed, I think I've read somewhere today's out for the season now, so that might make him a bit um, less useful. Justin, if they lost Ndidi, but I think the fifth defender spot's open. I think Salah and Martinelli are in, and the other three midfielder spots are open, and I think Kane and Bro you're probably in. So and then the third striker spot's open. Would you dead? Would you have one dead spot now, or do you, do you think we can? Bear in mind, there's only eight. What is it, eight nine game weeks left? Do you think we can get away with a squad with a dead player in it? I haven't got no bench boost to use either. Yeah, that's the thing. If you haven't got a bench boost, and you've got like Gelhart's going to get minutes now, isn't he? Um, for yeah. example, uh, how much is Gelhart compared to Chuche? Does that what difference does that make? Not much, yeah, probably. I imagine he's cheaper. So Kucho's five, isn't he? And, yeah, um, I reckon Gelhart's about four seven. So I could, I could do that to save money rather than get him up to myself. But Veg horse is he's his Burnley are quite awkward. Two doubles in the next three weeks. Maybe I have Veg horse now and a slightly cheaper mid with the thought in mind that after the Burnley double, Veg horse goes down to a Gelhart and that might allow me Luis Diaz, who I might not need for the next three weeks. They've got. I suppose they've got Watford this week, which is a good game, but then they've got Man City and then Man United. Maybe I could get him in after that, Luis Diaz or something, in game week 34. Mm. Maybe lose downgrade Veghorst that week and upgrade a midfielder. That might be one solution. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the Chelsea centre-back situations? Because like, like Chalobah, for example, has had a decent amount of appearances, hasn't he? Like As they're getting... You know, they're in the business end of the FA Cup and the Champions League. Do you think you could risk like a, a, a Chalabar instead of a Thiago Silva? I think you might. Be. If you look at it now, that Rudiger seems like he's going, right? If not, that's not been confirmed, I don't think, but it looks like he's going, right? I think it was confirmed today. I think I posted to you guys. I'm pretty sure already it was confirmed as of today. He's going to Juve. So Christensen basically got dropped when he wouldn't commit to a new contract. That's when it started going wrong for him. He, he started the season playing. Then when he was up in I mean, an R, and then he, he, was, he was kind of starting ahead of Thiago Silva for most games, wasn't he? And then when it looked like he wasn't going to start, when he wasn't going to sign, then Silva's played the majority. So if Rudiger's going, as Piliqueta might go, Christensen still looks like he's going as well. Tuchel would be not foolish, but you, you'd think if Chalabar's the one sort of First choice centre back that's definitely going to be there next year. You wouldn't, you'd want to play him all the time, wouldn't you? I think so. Yeah, he definitely gets his minutes in now. He's done perfectly well, hasn't he? The games he's played, and he's not played, you know, a, a tiny amount of games, has he? He's, he's featured a reasonable amount. Definitely. So I, I think, I think that's something to think about. Um, you know, because if he, if he, if he ended up playing most of the games, and you know, you've got that extra money to spend somewhere else as well, it could be really nice, couldn't it? I wouldn't mind that. Cancelo, Alexander Arnold. Maybe double Chelsea defence, um, James and Chalabar. And then, yeah, and then White as the fifth one, and then Mount as well. Yeah, Mason Mount. I mean, there's a, I mean I'll mean, i tell you who's playing quite a lot of them at the moment. Is, I think Pulisic just started playing a lot more, hasn't he? Yeah. 
definitely someone to consider. Bit... There's so many good midfielders that Mount. I, I, I do think he's in their first choice team, but yeah. I would I, I would put it past him missing two or three league games in this running. And do you really want players like that when there's others that won't miss league games in this running? As you say, anyone from Tottenham, Kulusevski's going to play, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. He's, yeah. he's nailing his spot nicely over Mora. So, yeah, Salah, I think Son's going to play every game. He's expensive, but I, mean, I say he's quite hard to afford, but maybe you'd still have him. Um, Saka, another one, if you want to go for double Arsenal, which I think he's perfect. I've just, I, mean, I had him, um, done really well for the last couple of weeks, but I've dropped him from wildcard to downgrade to Martinelli, but I suppose it's an option to have both. If you want an Arsenal sort of attacking midfielder, I do think Odegaard's a really good shout. I got him in Sky. I, I took a risk on him over Saka in Sky. It hasn't really worked out. But No, I can understand that. Yeah, the, but I mean, every time I see them recently, he does look dangerous. He's, he's kind of assisting the assister. That's the thing he's doing. That that really annoying thing that happens when we play fantasy football. But um, he, is, he is a really lively player and he's getting... I mean, yesterday, if Arsenal... Was it yesterday when Arsenal played? They played Villa on Saturday, didn't on they? Saturday, Sorry, yeah, I messed up with me days. Like, I watched some of him and uh, he could have definitely had a couple of assists himself there if people could finish. He's definitely getting in the right positions. We'll put you two on the spot for a minute. With a reasonable budget, don't say Salah, De Bruyne, Son, Bruno or anything like that. But if you, what five midfielders would you go with now in FPL? We'll say with a reasonable budget. You know, you know what I'm getting at. So, so Salah's got to be in there. I think whatever you do, Salah has to be in there. Yeah. So you've got to put him in there. Kulisevsky is 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 a no brainer. Um, I like Odegaard. I've already I've made that case already. I lo- I like your Jacob Ramsey shout. He's cheap and he's playing every game. And Villa are playing pretty well. If you could move him to Coutinho, that could potentially be good as well. Villa um, have got nine games though, I think, and a blank. Yeah. And then I'd be looking at the moment like you've got Madison to get a Leicester one. So potentially Barnes, Madison, even Tillemans, if I'm honest. So you're looking at you're looking at you're going Salah and Arsenal, a Leicester, Kulisevsky, and then maybe Ramsey for cheap to afford other things. To afford be. other things around there, yeah. I mean I, that goes without Man City, but and I, and I agree with your Foden shout earlier. Like he is more nailed than any Man City player has been for a long time and he is playing in that centre forward spot um, but there's always a chance of rotation with them you know there is and they're still in the the, the your, um, Cups and the Champions League and stuff so I just can't rotate. it's one of those players I can't get rid of Foden He's, he, he never does amazingly well but he always promises a big haul and he plays for the best team and I just can't Ever convinced myself to sell him? I feel um, I said him all season. I think I'm a I'm a sucker for him as well. I've been it. I've been exactly the same. Um, <laughs> him and him and Mount. Um, and so they've they, they've done absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I do think I I am a Sancho fan for this next three weeks. As as, as I said before, I think Leicester, Everton, and uh, what was it? Leicester, Everton, and Norwich. They've yeah. got yeah. Yeah, you I mean, can't go without Man United player for that. Well, I mean, they're out of Europe now, aren't they? And he's—he seems to be, you know, one of uh, one of Rangnick's favourites, doesn't he? And he's definitely improved massively since he got there. So, and and he's he's trying to build him for next season as well, right? That's what he's part of what his job is, and and Sancho is definitely part of their future. So I don't see why you know they're out of Europe now. Why why he wouldn't play them all? But 
maybe he's the one to punt on. I do think I want... I don't like having a, a squad full of well-owned players. I do like it on a wild card having a couple of differentials with with some upside. Maybe, maybe it's him. He might be the one, that might be the one takeaway from this. I need to find a way of get Sancho in. <laughs> That's your one takeaway after all we've just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me yeah, of help, Craig. They're very helpful. I, I say it's, it's it's more just getting thoughts and sort of speaking in mind at the minute, isn't it? Nothing's concrete yet. It's just um, yeah. I had some thoughts in my head and this is where we've got to. So, yeah, that, that was helpful. Hopefully right. it helps all the listeners as well. That's enough of FPL, isn't it? Yeah, we should move on. Should, should we have a look oh. at the chat? Oh, look what time it is. <laughs> oh, you just caught me. I was going to say, should we look at the... Oh, we should look at the chat a minute. People have uh, joined us live. Apologies, guys. Sometimes we forget when we're live and when we're I, not. I can't look at that, but, so that's on other people. <laughs> I got it. I got it. We've got David H in the chat, John Shanley in the chat. Uh, just saying hello, chaps. Michael Smith in the chat. Uh, Block 5 FPL says Arsenal double game weeks favour double attack, in his opinion. Um, yeah, so you had you had Saka and Martinelli in a couple of those, didn't you, Craig? Yeah, I agree so, with but... that. Like I said, it's not a bad shout either. Um, and he also says, my current midfield is Salah, Kulaveski, Barnes, Saka, Martinelli. Sounds like my kind of man. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much what you said, wasn't it, Darren? But nearly, nearly like most Barnes of those. For, apart from Barnes for Madison, that was the only difference, I think. Uh, no, well, I well, I said Madison, Barnes, or Tillemans, and I also mm. didn't say Martinelli. I said Saka or Odegaard, but yeah, very, very similar. Yeah, there was there was one FPL question I probably should add. We might as well do it now while we're on FPL Go from someone called Abdullah. Uh, it was how heavily to consider Chelsea. Um, season could be over by the time their doubles arrive was the question so they've not got a double in 33 now I think it was suggested they might have but I think it's not on so how many Chelsea players do we have in our team from now I'm with you Mike I think Reese James I think has got that 20 point ceiling it's really hard to turn down but I do like your Chalabar suggestion as a second and then I think Mount as a third is viable I say the problem with midfield is it's like 10-15 players you arguably could quite happily have and will budget stretch to Mount. I think I'd rather pay the point three extra for Foden on Mount. I think if I was given the, the real choice, yeah, I'd 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 accept that as well. I mean, you haven't, yeah. There's no other Chelsea players we haven't discussed yet that we would probably go think, for. Just just quickly, do you think do you think um, Tuchel's sort of given up on Lukaku? Is it just going to be Havertz up front now? Well, he played he played the not Forest game, didn't he? The cup game, and he scored, but. And the community shield and the uh, League Cup final when he was a fingernail offside, he started that game as well, didn't he? Yeah, so mm. I wouldn't say he's totally, he's totally given up on him. I'd, I mean, I'd certainly say he's going to play a few more, but he's too expensive to punt on when you've got around the same price: Ronaldo, Kane, Son. Um, yeah, yeah, too, he's too expensive to punt on. I, I, I agree for what it's worth. I think they will swap round. I don't. I don't think you can trust e- either way that it will be Havertz or Lukaku. I think Havertz will play up front in the Champions League, and then in the league, it's um, yeah. You'll find out when the lineups come out. Basically, basically game dependent. Yeah, he's um, point one less than Luis Diaz. Uh, Havertz. Yeah. So Havertz, yeah, we didn't really mention Havertz, but yeah, he's a, he's another great Chelsea shout at the moment. 7.9, Mount 7.5. There's, there's so many options. Uh, Foden 7.9. There's loads between sort of 7 and 8 million. Even more if you stretch to like Madison and people like that as well. I think that's the, the difficult price point in midfield. Which one you which one you have? I, I think I'd just go for a double defence, I think, is my takeaway from today. James mm-hmm. and James and Chalabar looks like not, not a bad idea. 
that. Cool. Okay. That's all the FBL stuff. All the other questions are Champ Man, so we'll do that after the. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say let's blitz them after Champ Man. Um, <laughs> right here we go. First game. Over to you, Martin. Oh, I hope I can see the numbers well enough. Um, can you? Right. Like, yeah, I, I can. I can. Right. Just yeah, I can. Yeah. That yeah. can help. Right. Uh, Leeds versus Middlesbrough then. Um, so Leeds, uh, Leeds will be attacking at home in this one, uh, and this is one of the, the the couple of rare games where. Middlesbrough will uh, come away and play defensive, um, but you can see at the, at the at the bottom there of their tactic screen, uh, counter attack is on. Men behind the ball is no, um, so it's not too bad. But nonetheless, leads well out on top here. So massive, as I say, like sometimes you'll get teams go to leads um, and they will have men behind the ball and they won't counter attack. So the average comes out a little bit lower. Um, like the, the Aston Villa game would have been an example of that, I think. Um, but here, because Borough aren't too defensive, they're just well out on top. Um, so, yeah, nice uh, nice chunk of uh, three, four plus there. Um, looks decent for clean sheets as well. See the shot, the shots there, like nearly all of them well into double figures. Um, so, yeah, just the, just the odd occasion where Borough, obviously they've got good centre-backs. So you've got that those four games there where they've kept it reasonably tight, but... Apart from that, looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's very tempting to captain a Leeds player over Van Nistelrooy. We haven't got to the Man United screen yet, but my gut feeling with this is the first time I've seen these slides. My gut feeling is that I wanted to captain Viduka over Van Nistelrooy. I've got both of them. Um, this hasn't changed my mind at the moment. Yeah, I I, I told you guys earlier. This is the only screen I've seen because I obviously had to test this earlier. I had no idea it would be this big of a killing. Like you, you lot all went for what? Like when we put our predictions in, you guys all went for four, and I was like, "It's Middlesbrough. They're not going to score that much against them." And then this popped up. I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> um, maybe they do." So I've got Van Nistelrooy and Viduka as well. Um, I've also got Ricard. That doesn't really fill me much joy with him, so he might be punted off this week. Um, shall I move on? There's a lot of questions about Leeds. We're going to do all of them at the end, rather than on this when we put the Leeds slide up. Uh, if we're on leads, we can do them now quickly. Yeah, go on. Yeah, there's a couple. I'll get so Eno has asked, Would you go for Kuehl or Keane long term? Long term, well, yeah, mid term, long term, not 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 a one week pump, basically. Um, Kuehl for me, yeah, I think Kuehl as well. Um, I suppose yes. what we don't know is, is Robbie Keane not going to play when there's no up arrow on the AMC? Because I'm assuming first choice strikers are going to be Viduka and Larson. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's why I would go for Kuehl if yeah. you're on like wildcard or something or want long term, because there is that risk, I think. I think Keane is more likely to drop out than Kuehl, I think, just. That's, that, that's what I was basing my argument off as well, so. Because, because Kuehl can play in either position, right? He can play centre mid or he can play AMC. Depending on what Amar's doing, and he was doing but, bloody brilliant last week. What are you expecting here, Martin? Are you expecting Viduka and Larson up front with Keane, AMC, Kuehl and Amar, or, or Boya in and no Keane and Kuehl? Well, too many AMCs and midfielders here. But this It'll is the first game week, isn't it? Where they're all available, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's really close. They're so they're all so close on reputation and ability. But my gut would be that Boya will miss out, and it will be. Kuehl and Imar in centre midfield and then the, the front three that we're like used to but I could easily be wrong 
I suppose what we're getting at with Kuehl is he's got the lottery of playing in two positions, centre midfield or attacking midfield. I suppose Keane has as well. He could play attacking midfield or up front, but his chances of playing up front are lower, I think, Robbie Keane than what mm-hmm. Kuehl's are. In other... I don't really see Robbie Keane starting up front, if I'm being honest. I think he's AMC or nowhere is my take with him. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, but... yeah, I'm, I'm with that with Kuehl. Um, Mike D... Oh, we'll come back to that one because that mentions Phillips as well. Um, no, that's the only real one actually talking about the Leeds direct, just yeah, Kuehl or Keane long term. So we'll do the other one at Sunderland later. Cool. Watford v Arsenal. Watford Arsenal. So, so this is the first time Watford have played one of the supposed big boys, isn't it? Um, so... Yeah, you see absolutely crazy numbers from Arsenal there. They're not a million miles away from averaging 20 shots a game. Um, What's that near the bottom? A 3-0 there, 29 Arsenal shots and none for Watford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some, <laughs> there was, there was some stupid stuff. And I was, thinking, I was thinking when I did this, like, there's there's got to be some sort of mechanism in the game to like, stop teams losing like 10-0. Because you'd think, right... I know Arsenal have got, uh, what is it, the, the, the three plus is like really, really high compared to what we normally see. But for the amount of shots they'd ha- they're having there, like you'd think there should be some sevens and eights in there, wouldn't you yeah. really? Like, I, te- I always thought there was that in the game mechanism to stop that happening. I think my biggest win is like a seven or a seven or an eight nil before. That's about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So I think that th- there comes a point where it doesn't really matter how many shots they're having because it's like <laughs> it's like as long as it's like over ten regularly, then that's good enough. But I think you can uh, be pretty pretty keen that they're going to score in this game. This is bonkers. At Matt Zedis might get about eight save points in this game. Hopefully, I've got him, so let's hope so. Yeah, well, yeah, it could be that, could be that, yeah, it would be interesting how many are actually on target. Oh, this is going to be a lovely day for Henri, people. No one's got many Arsenal players, right? Aside, Some people punted Henri last week and took the plunge, but other than him, I don't think there's that many well-known Arsenal players, is there? None. No, I haven't either, and I thought I'd get one. This makes me, well, I mean, at the end of the day, looking at this, I I know I need to get rid of Rickard, so who goes in? You're going to punt on Johnson, maybe? Johnson, or, or I'll do a mm-hmm. minus four, take out a midfielder and get one of the midfielders in. But who knows? Uh, I mean, let. I mean, obviously, the, my top pick of this week was Jolene Lescott starting. We know he's starting. Go on, Jolene. <laughs> the thing is, if you've got Van Nistelrooy and, and Viduka, you're not going to sell one for Henri, even with, with these uh, numbers, are you? And, you? and you can't afford all three. So well, if you're not Henri now, you're not getting him, I don't think. No, yeah, no. Given, agreed. Given the leads, given the leads start so far, I definitely wouldn't be selling Viduka for him. So I think um, Carlos, I don't know if there's a midfielder we could punt. Maybe Basadas, maybe yeah, as a punt or something. Centre mids don't do that bad against Watford, I don't think. You can you risk one of the wingers playing? Ideally, you want a left winger, I think, against Watford, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Do do a risk ticking off, but it would be a hit, and then they've got Chelsea next week. So it's a pure one-week punt to target Watford. Everyone's got a lot of people have got Carboni to sell, right? Could they get ticking off one week and then move back to Carboni again or something? Is it is an option? Yeah, it's an option. Move on. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Oh, that's a gross one. Move on. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think it's the big, the big. Uh, was it East Anglia derby? Is that what it's called? <laughs> uh, yeah, King of Anglia. 
<laughs> I think that's approximately how they speak. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, Alan Partridge. Thank you. Glad yeah. you know and recognize it. Otherwise, I'd look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks. Uh, I mean, it looks reasonably. Both teams to score it looks pretty decent, doesn't it? Um, Ipswich just shading it. Neither team are going to be defensive. Um, so yeah, there's scope for like a three-two or a four-two in this. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's fine. Like if you bought if you bought Ipswich assets in for obviously Watford last week, then I think they're absolutely fine to start again here, aren't they? Uh, they Some, another... some, somebody did. Jamie Redknapp. Oh uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, very good. Jamie Love that. For twenty-three, I'll take it all day long. Love that. Um, cool. Well, there's not much more to say about Ipswich Norwich. <laughs> And you play Nolan right in this game? We, we, no yeah, problem. I think you play any of the assets you've got for either team. Yeah, I'm I'm playing Nolan this week. Yeah, definitely. Ooh. Man United Leicester. So another 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 quite big one. Um but again, this is a this is a particularly good home game for Man United because Leicester don't play men behind the ball when they go away um to the big sides. Um so it's one of the better home games for Man United. Um and obviously they're not very good either. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's, that's what you want. Um, you want a crap team to come and not play too defensively, which is what Leeds and Man United have both got this week. Um, well, not the Middlesbrough crap, but you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, it's take your pick really between Man United and Leeds. I think Viduka van Nistelrooy captain is really difficult this week. Um, Man United look a bit better for a clean sheet, but. Yeah, otherwise just pick your favourite from Man United and Leeds, I think, isn't it? But... Yeah. The averages are literally the same. 11.55 for Man United shots, 11.8 for Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the shot averages are pretty much identical. I suppose Van Nistelrooy is a bit more reliable than Maduka, if that's going to be enough to sway your decision. Yeah, it's a bit more talismanic, isn't he? Like, yeah, Leeds could win 4-0 and Viduka doesn't get anything. Well, we saw that a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? We did, yeah. Um, but yeah, if Man United win 3 or 4-0, it's very rare that Rude's not involved. So maybe maybe that's what sways it. I don't know. Um, Liverpool-Newcastle. So yeah, not so many goals in this one. Um, awful for Newcastle defensively. Um, uh, from an attacking point of view, I mean. Um, so yeah, they'll get, they'll come and play with a defensive mentality, I think, with their with their long ball. Um, so yeah, just expect Liverpool to just you know pick up pick up the scraps all afternoon long. Really, they're not really going to get a sniff. We have got um, Bishop playing centre midfield though, so maybe one if Reese is at centre back, maybe one of these long balls may may lead to something. We don't obviously know it might not be Reese, but it's not Bishop at centre back with his uh, twenty for jumping or whatever he's got. So yeah. Yeah, maybe you could miss one and uh, Cole Court will run around the back of him. Maybe <laughs> I, I saw on the li- injury list that there was there was a guy uh, Madison was injured, but I did. Is it the Bradford Madison? Yeah, it's not. It's not this Madison. Just check him. <laughs> Just wanted to check. <laughs> so yeah, oh, this is nice as well. Good for the clean sheet for Liverpool, um, as usual. Not very explosive looking. Chelsea versus Bradford. Um, so another option here, like Chelsea forwards uh, traditionally aren't as reliable, but Good Johnson's still going to be a decent enough pick for this. Um, see, Carboni's injured. And we've got Zola playing right midfield. Um, so yeah, that's probably not, I, 
probably not ideal, but I don't think it'll affect them too badly. Um, but yeah, defenders look good again. Another week to the premium. If you've got, if you're going in, I don't think many people are, but this is a great week to have Eki or Kippy or Terry and Desai, isn't it? If you've got them, mm. which would have been a dead team at the start of the season, would have been quite a common dead team pick, wouldn't it? Those four. I know Hippie yeah, yeah. is massively under-delivered so far, but you could easily end up with four clean sheets with those. Good, I think I'm going to get Good Johnson. He's 0.5 more than Boxage. You've got Ricard there and I've got Boxage. Good Johnson's 0.5 more. I don't know if you've got 0.5, but I think he's my uh, favourite at the moment to come in as my I third But I could probably get 0.5. <laughs> um, yeah, good, yeah, the only thing with the Good Johnson is Chelsea. They've got... Um, Difficult game the week after, haven't they? Yeah, you'll be going back to Middlesbrough, maybe. I think Middlesbrough got Tottenham at home next week, so it might be a little hokey cokey. Um, yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> turn around. Right, uh, move on. Spurs Blackburn. Oh, that's that's more one sided than I thought it would be. Yeah, I mean, Blackburn always play with a some flavour of defensive tactic away. Um, Spurs will attack at home. But you know we know the issue with Spurs. They've got um, it's it's, dif- it's, dif- it's it's quite difficult to replicate them in Sims now because Wood and Rushby, you know they're not they're not established players at the beginning of the game. So to try and replicate them, you know the exact way that we've got them now um, is really quite difficult. Um, but and obviously they've you know no Slakovic, no Slakovic as well. But I think yeah, for me I think play the Spurs that we know in the sim. Um, I don't really, I don't expect too much out of them. Like a, a, a one all or a one nil either way is what I'd expect out of this, to be honest. They don't tend to get battered at home. I know they've been fairly shit, but they don't tend to get battered at home, Tottenham, do they? You wouldn't expect them to ship two no. or three, I don't think. No, no, I don't, I don't expect them to get battered. I'm just, yeah, what is that? Seven times three plus goals. That's the bit that I, I, I would question. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. Two goals ceiling, you'd think, for Tottenham. Um, on to Bolton Man City. Well, again, that's not very one-sided either. Um, yeah, Bolton Man City. So, again, uh, Man City, sort of similar to Blackburn, really. They, they they like to keep it tight away from home, don't they? And they've been successful at it so far this season in our sim, haven't they? Yeah. Um, which has got them in a really good position in the league. Um, so yeah, they, they, there's a chance they could come and frustrate Bolton, you know, similar to what they did to Sunderland the other week and a couple of other examples we've had as well. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, definitely a, definitely a play of Bolton players. Um, could be, it's a could be, option, isn't it for people who want to sell Carboni if they can find the 0.5 Pedersen. I think Chadwick seems to be most people's favoured move from, from Carboni from what I've seen. Um, Understandably, United United's good run of games, and the fact it doesn't look like they're going to blank in thirteen now, so I can see why people might just go Carboni to Chadwick. But I think Chadwick's nine, Pedersen's nine point five. I wouldn't put people off getting him for for games like this. No, it's a yeah, it's the, it's the kind of game he does well in, isn't it? Just a Definitely. yeah, a mid-table home game. They you know they they quite often just get the job done, don't they? In these kind of games, Bolton, and then yeah. and then they're comfortable in the league. But. Absolutely. Coventry Villa. Uh, yeah, so not massive, uh, massively high ceiling in this one for either team. Looks pretty, looks fairly tight, doesn't it? Um, very, very similar. Villa, Villa, just about edging it as you'd expect, really. Um, probably a bit more clinical, but 
Uh, yeah, I think I'll, if you've got, I've, I think I'm I'm going to start Hendry this week, for example. I think that's okay. Yeah, it definitely looks like a game you'd play your better assets. They get they're getting enough shots off. I've gone for uh, I don't know if you noticed, but you can't really see on this screen. But I went for top pick of Thompson because both teams have got one. So I didn't distinguish which Thompson. Oh, okay. so I, I didn't distinguish which one I was picking. So I thought I've got two two shots oh. at getting the uh, player of the match. Yeah, who did this? Who did this? <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. I think it's maybe one like Coventry. This is um might might even be the worst we've seen from Coventry at home in Sims. I think there's a few people with Lee Hughes out there, for example. Maybe it's a week to move him on with some of the other fixtures that are out there. Try and find a way to get on one of the sort of stronger looking home teams. But uh, yeah, it looks pretty tight. Sunderland Everton. Sunderland Everton. Yeah, Sunderland shading this one. Um, scored almost every time there, haven't they? Just the um, just the three clean sheets. Um, just the three clean sheets for Everton. Yeah, so. Good game for Kevin Phillips. I think like he's off. He's usually involved, isn't he? So even if it's just one of the ones or twos, you've got a good chance of Phillips being involved in it. Um, Ark is a decent pick. The Sunderland defenders are going to be probably good for at least bonus with a reasonable chance for clean sheet. Arca was injured recently, wasn't he? Is he back then? Yeah, he on the stream, the preview stream. He had one day and this is the Monday fixture. Um, right, cool. well done. So, so the game was simmed up to on the preview stream. It was three days until this game. Buckerentil, I think, are both still orange flower. I think both of them should be all right for to come back for this. And, but, and Issa yeah. is back, isn't he? Because he was obviously national. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he's back. Cool. He was back last week when they got thumped by someone. Yeah, didn't he they? was. Yeah, good point. Perfect. Looking ahead. Yeah, the look ahead. Um, obviously, we've spoken about this the last the last few weeks, and uh, the fixtures don't uh, don't change at the moment. But I suppose blank for anybody that hasn't seen it is it uh, is it the Blackburn game that's off in game week thirteen? It is. Yeah, Blackburn Coventry is the only game as of right now. No, no game in thirteen. Um, yeah, still a good, still a great one for Man United. I've gone for. I've made my move already. I brought in Dwight York. Ooh. So I've got, I'm going to have Van Nistelrooy and uh, York for, for the next few weeks, at least, for those for that little run. You can't knock those next four weeks, right? Three home games and Watford away. Yeah. yeah. Get much yeah. better than that, does it? No. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've taken advantage of the fact that I wasn't um, I wasn't uh, sort of already loaded up on them. So ho- hopefully having the, the two of them up front can be can be a little game changer for me. If they can concede the the odd goal along that run, that that could be that could be all right. But I think it's nice at the minute. You might be able to sort of if you've got a couple of players in your team you don't really like, but you're always never really in the position to move them. I think this next little batch of games is most teams have got quite a good run. Like if you've got Chelsea, do you sell them? Like if if I get Good Johnson, for example, do I sell him for Arsenal knowing he's got those three games after? Do I just ride Good Johnson for a week of a bad game and then use my transfer to sort out some some other things? I, I, I've got like plans to get the defence I want. I'm like two defenders short. Maybe this is the time now to start tidying that sort of thing up. Move. Um, if that, you've done it now, Martin. I'm guessing your three strikers are pretty set for a few weeks now, so you can use some transfers to maybe tidy other positions up. Yeah, because Baduka's my other one. So for the next three weeks at least, um, I can't. Is it, Leeds is that Arsenal away? Leeds have got in 15. 
Yeah, but the, the Newcastle way is fine. Newcastle centre backs ain't great, right? You'd happily play with yeah. the Newcastle, then Ipswich. Yeah. So he's set for three weeks. York and Vanessa are set for four weeks. So no, I can't say too much sim data encourage you to change it, move away from any of those three for the next three weeks. No, it's exactly that. So yeah, that's why I thought oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get that done. Like rather than rather than mess around trying to get an Arsenal player in. I can leave myself set up front now, hopefully for the next little while. Yeah, so it's, it's, it, it, there is a position to do that with certainty. I think Chelsea, I say you've got ride one bad week next week, but then they've got go straight into quite a lengthy run of good games. Sunderland, if you wanted to target one of their players now, four good good ones in a row. Um, there, there, there are some runs now where you can get players in for extended runs and then move. I, th I think quite a few people have still got some iffy squad players they don't really want. People like Bernard now. Is he is he done? I don't know if he's done or not. Maybe it's, it's time to move him on. He's only people like that. Not much you can do with him. <laughs> no, but there might be a reason to get him up to an Atherton, for example, if you can find a point five. I think Atherton will be a lot better over the season than Bernard. I know Bernard's got his appeal, but little things like that right? even getting rid of people like Burton O'Brien that people have been stuck with for numerous weeks maybe this is the time to get him to to a pitcher or a Gunnison or something so it's a bit of a luxury transfer but if you're not making the, the most people I think due to the point of this game is to make transfers on strikers but say if you've got strikers like Martin now you're not going to be doing that so just something to bear in mind you might be able to use this little batch of games to improve your weak players rather than constantly trying to Rotate your strong ones. Not a bad shout. I've got Madison. I want to sort of get rid of. I think now for Newcastle because I think it's pretty clear now who the best cheap players are. Right, where people played their wild cards, like I did game week five. It was still a bit up in the air which who were the best ones. Then Watford obviously changed their manager after that, so you might have been lumbered with a couple of players you don't really want if you went early. Definitely. Move on to the so the main the main these are some of the champion questions I've got the the main one that got asked by quite a few people were best Carboni replacements obviously he's out for two weeks I would imagine he's going to be back for Leicester at home which is a good thing in a way so you're only really losing him for Bradford because he's not probably wasn't expecting too much next week anyway away to Arsenal so I don't know what your thoughts are on what you do with Carboni do you hold him for two and get him back for, for Leicester I mean, personally if I had if I had him. I'd hold him, I think. But if I really wanted to, I think that Brad, you know, you could potentially go down to Zenden if you wanted Chelsea still for that fixture and then go back up to Carboni when you're ready. Or you could do it completely, change it completely. How much is Carboni? Remind me. Nine. Nine. So again, I mean, maybe if you can find 0.5, you could get to Chadwick. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If I had the 0.5, I'd go for, to Chadwick for a couple yeah. of weeks at least. He seems to be the one that most people are suggesting. I'd throw Kuehl in, I think, is an option if you haven't got him already. Risky, but personally, I'm going to Arca, I think. Um, so that's who I was thinking of going uh, to. I'm, I'm going to have him for he's got He's got a wing back this week. Um, I think he wouldn't mind playing in the next four as well. And you save 1.5, which could use, be used for other things. Um, so I think I'm going to do that. I wouldn't put people off going to ticket off. I know it's very one-week punty and it doesn't always work targeting Watford. It didn't work for me last week. Clapham got one point when I tried to target Watford. But if you want to play week to week, one week at a time, ticket off, I think, is the big punt this week. I'd have him on a free hit. Oh, yeah. I do it, but 
it's, it's target Watford, but he might not play. And then you've got to deal with him after Watford, which you might not want to play him in most of those games. I was going to say, you know, after the Watford game for Arsenal, you've got four oranges. It's like, mm. But if you want a piece of Arsenal, where else do you... I think he's got the most upside, I think. Yeah. But... I mean, that's, I've seen I've seen a couple of people say, oh, targeting Watford hasn't worked for me. Um, and that may be the case, but it's still a reasonably small sample size. Um, but what you can see... So, you know, it's, it's possible you could get unlucky with not picking the right players against them. But they are shipping three and four every week. We are seeing that, you know, that is happening. So Any attacking player is likely to have at least three shots against them, I think. Mm. Obviously, but none of them might not go in, right? But that, you, you, we, we talked about it on the preview stream, Darren. I think Redknapp had three shots, three on target, two goals. I think Holland had three shots, two on target, no goals. That's the, the variance kicking into a point, isn't it? That could have easily been run the sim again. It's Holland that gets two goals. Yeah, exactly, exactly the point. For the first time in a long time, I got lucky. <laughs> so I think if you, any Arsenal midfielder you pick this week is likely to have two or three shots in that Watford game. And then it's lap of the gods, isn't it, if you get anything. But yeah. it depends if you want to play one week or multiple weeks, I think, with, with that question. Um, is Chadwick Worthy's price a question from Eno? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't been that much, really. A little. I mean, he's shown a little bit, but I think for this next run of five, I think he yeah. could do quite well. I think Veron as well. What might we might see something from Veron for, for the first time in a long time. He could easily be worth it, couldn't he? Um, yeah, well, I've got no interest in person. I had him last year when he was five million, and he was playing every week, and he still frustrated the hell out of me. And that was when he cost five million. Yeah. The fact he's now nine million, and all he, the only difference is he seems to have nabbed a few more set pieces. I think he's not that's enough. not enough I don't, to convince me that I want him. Despite those next four games, um, so I'd, I've got much more faith in Arca for a million and a half less than what I've got in Chadwick. Even though Chadwick's in a better team, yeah, it may, it may well backfire, but I think it's not for me, Chadwick. I think yeah, I think that's fair enough. But I think with uh... Because Champ Man's so such a fixture fixture oriented game, like it's um, you can you can pick the weeks where teams should haul, um, you know, reasonably predictably. I think that's why a player like Chadwick has to be the price he is. Because when Man United do get a block of games like this, you know, he could easily be worth that and more. So I think sometimes you know, with the price, you have to think about well. I'm not necessarily buying him for the rest of the season. I'm buying him for this block of really good fixtures. And for those fixtures, he could easily be worth that. Well, I think I'd rather punt Nedved. Bolton a weaker down. The Pitts is a lot worse than Gardner down the right. Then Watford, Neil is a lot the right wing back. Neil is a lot worse than Robinson down the left. And then after that, they've got Norwich, who I think also seem to be worse down the right as well. So the Man United left winger in three of the next four weeks could in theory, have got a, a, a much better chance of doing something than the right winger. But he's gonna, he's never very good to play them all. Is risky. Yeah, because of gigs. But if, if you're punting for a couple of weeks from Carboni, maybe that's the risk. I, I would... I'll go now and say if one of the Man United left-wingers plays three of the next four, they'll get more points than Chadwick, even though he plays all four of them. But... I'd say it's which one do you want to punt and are they more it's Nedved I don't even know what the prices are the Man United means I haven't really ever looked but I, I'd be I'd consider punting Nedved I think he seems like his first choice doesn't he 
based on what we've seen mostly in our sim. Yeah, I'd say pretty much. But yeah, that's my thoughts. Next question. Next question, Mike D. Phillips or Larson for the midterm? Um, both 11.5, obviously. Um, I don't know who's other strikers are. He hasn't said that. I'm assuming he's got one of Van Nistelrooy or Vaduka. Yeah. Probably Van Nistelrooy, I would imagine. I, I'd, I'd be going Phillips. I think I'd go Phillips at the moment, just because we're still, as we mentioned earlier, we haven't seen a situation with everybody fit at Leeds yet. And if it, if he's talking about a transfer for this week, then you know Sunderland have got a perfectly good home game, and 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 there's you know there's no risk that Phillips isn't going to play it, is he? Is there? No. Um, and you've got Watford in the batch of games as well, something to look forward to. I'd, I'd agree. I think Phillips. Um, AD Tour, is there anything in targeting players with high long shots versus Watford? Because um, teams seem to shoot against Watford from long distance quite a lot. I hadn't really picked up on that. No, no, I don't. Yeah, so it's um, something to do with the, the way Watford set up because they've got that sweeper. The AI thinks that the striker for the opposition is always in loads of space and that's when that's when they tend to shoot. So that's why Strikers with good off the ball do particularly well because the AI thinks, oh, they've got high off the ball. That means they're in space, they can shoot. Um, but against Watford, that kind of realisation that the striker is in space happens further away from the goal than you'd want it to because of the way they play with the sweeper, like on top of the keeper. Um, so, yeah, it's something to do with, to do with that. Um, it's basically just a bit of messed up coding. Yeah, so, so they're... They're shooting just because they're in space, not because they're necessarily in a good position. Um, uh, so I suppose it's something to bear in mind then long shots against what well, can't hurt at any point, can it? Someone with good long shots, never a bad yeah. attribute for a midfielder. But and, and we've just we've just seen in that in that data for that game, right? That Arsenal are getting 20 plus shots regularly, but they're still only winning four or five nil. Um so you know that a lot of them are long shots. Yeah. Okay. Um, question from Ski Eskalainen replacement um, obviously a three game ban now for Eskalainen um, I can not to get go on Sereni yeah don't do that please anybody <laughs> you yeah. could hope they get a new manager soon and that improves them maybe oh, don't no, Hedman Hedman's got a blank in 13 now so that yeah. stuffs him I suppose a little bit short term because you're only getting two games of the three blank Maybe Atmaz, I've got Atmaz Zedis. I laugh because he's never, uh, he never keeps a clean sheet, but he still might, he still keeps getting like three or four points most weeks, which is still a lot less than Hedman's getting. But it's maybe not as desperate as you think it might be with him. Maybe Poom? Where's he? Sunderland? Sunderland, yeah. I don't remember seeing his name very much in the save points and bonus points. Do you, Martin? From the... mm, no, I suppose he's... He's not been there that long, is he? No, he's no, he's not. He's only just started. But I, I, going off fixtures there, I, I think Poom's not a terrible shout. I'd just go for Kirkland personally because I think he's not. He's not going to get many save points, but Liverpool can just conceivably keep a clean sheet in almost any game. Like it's just not something you need to worry about. And then you get the odd one like this week where it's like almost nailed on. Like, yeah, that's what I'd I do. I still think he's my preferred keeper. If I was at a wild card now, he'd be my keeper, I think, Kirkland. 
there is a risk a dude that comes in, I guess, but you play the game right. He, 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 he seems fairly nailed in our sim. Um, another question. Last, uh, FPL Gills, Sunderland attacking assets for the next four weeks. Um, I think we've spoken about that a bit. They've probably got the second best run after Man United, haven't they, for the next four? Yeah, I'd say so. Phillips, Arca, is it Ardley, Till? Yeah, Ardley's just dropped out. I think they're just saying Cahill, haven't they? So I think he's going to play with McCann, looks like I think he's the first choice mid central midfield pairing now. Does so Tim maybe Cahill, does Tim Cahill play centre midfield? Does he play Cam by chance? No, he plays in the middle. A bit like Jermaine Wright does for Man City. It wouldn't surprise me if he replicates Jermaine Wright for, for goals. It's possible. Those sorts of players do they're priced up quite high, right? Mika Hyde, I think he's like six million, which has seemed a lot for a Bradford mid. Jermaine Wright, six million Man City. I think Cahill was kind of in that ballpark a bit. Could do okay. Um, I don't know if I'd want two Sunderland attackers though. As much as they've got good games, I don't. I, they don't strike me as a team that will score threes and fours very often, which no. puts me having two of them. No, I only have one of them. Yeah, I'm with you there. And the last question, Abdullah again: How do we balance setting up for the upcoming double game weeks versus the immediate singles? So this chart here has got some suggestions of some doubles coming. I don't think any of them are actually definitely confirmed yet from what I know, but no, it looks like there's a couple coming up on the horizon. I think um, play what's in front of you is my advice. Um, I think, yeah, it's just, I, I I don't know whether you two have got a different experience, but anytime I try and look too far ahead, I end up getting stung. You just lose all the points that are there in front of you. And then when the double actually comes around, everybody's got the same team as you've got anyway. Yeah. It's just they, they've taken a minus eight for it and they've also cleaned up in all the weeks previously. Yeah, um, I've only started to look two weeks at a time from now on. That's the, that's why I've been playing it so far. It's my one big adjustment. I've been quite stubborn from, from the first three seasons and not changing certain things. But that's the one thing I've tried not to play quite so long term. I tend to look at games in batches of four now, which doesn't include the double at the moment. So yeah, I've, I've paid no attention to the doubles yet probably sort of game week 15 sort of time, it might cross my mind. But yeah, you'll, you'll get you'll get the injured player in, won't you, for the double? But you'll have them two weeks early. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get injured or suspended. I'll stub a toe, won't they, in training the yeah, day before yeah, the double definitely. or something. Whoever you get in for the double now won't play the double. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the last question, I think. Fantastic stuff. I think Super. that is the podcast done. Unless there's any in the chat. I haven't been following the chat, Martin. I don't know if you were. Let's have a quick look. Let's have a quick look. Um, righty ho. Uh, John Shanley saying he's going for a two week ticking off punt. Nice, good luck, mate. Good luck with that. David H says Sylvester over a Chelsea defender for the upcoming fixtures. He's injured, isn't he? He's pulled a hamstring, I think, on the live stream. He's about 10 days and 90%. He obviously still might play, right. He's a, he's a bit dangerous, perhaps, if he's... So he might miss Leicester. Well, he played the League Cup game at centre-back, even though he was orange flag, which was a bit stupid. But... Um... Well, this is chat man. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's a bit dangerous at the minute on an orange flag. With a... I don't know if it works. The pulled hamstring doesn't seem the sort of thing you should be playing with him until you're fully recovered, unlike a bruised toe or something. Yeah. But the game's quite that clever that... No, it doesn't. Um, I, mean, I mean, yeah, you, I can see where you're saying, but no, I mean, Chelsea's run's nearly just as good as 
Um, Man United's bar one game, uh, and they've also got a double in the 17, so I'd, I'd still stick with Chelsea defender. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'd go along with that. Uh, Michael Smith is winding me up about Serini. Thank you, Michael. No, I, I bring it on. I bring it on myself. Yeah, whatever, he, whatever he's saying, I can yeah. I can sympathise with you. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of the bloke. Ad says Spurs to lose, so McLeish gets sacked. Yeah, let's hope so. I do. It would be. I think that would be good because I think quite often when a new manager comes in, they'll that will prompt like they'll go out and sign a couple of players as well, and I think they they could definitely do with a bit of a freshen up, couldn't they? Um. James O'Mahony has Ruud van Nistelrooy and Viduka. Should he bring in Henri for one game? Oh, I think we, if, we all said no to af- that. Didn't we? If you can afford it, it's not a bad game week to do it in. But Yeah, but he's, I think he's, he's saying he'd replace one of van Nistelrooy or Viduka. Oh, then no. <laughs> I, in th- I, in theory, could do it. If I'm prepared to take Carboni down to someone who's about six million, I could, in turn, take Boxic up to Henri. And have Henri, Benistor, and Viduka for a week. I mean, I could do that with Ricard and somebody, but I'm not going <laughs> to. It's so that third striker spot in my team has got some flex to it because I'm taking Carboni out as well. They're my two different transfers out, Carboni and Boxic. So, depending on how low I go from Carboni, I could in theory get to Henri. I haven't really considered it. I've considered Phillips, but I haven't really considered Henri. Maybe I should. Imagine having M3 up front this week, Henri Vanistor and Viduka. Yeah. Definitely uh, be worth playing that bonus points one. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure Andy's already got it, Darren. Andy that, that phoned you on Saturday, he's already got that like, striking lineup, I think. Has he? Well, uh, yeah. So it, it is out there. It is out there. Um I think that's that's it. Yeah, a bit of chat between between each other there, but no questions. No problem. Well, we head up to about 25 people watching tonight, which I think may be a record. That's quite nice. So appreciate yeah, very it. good. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys, for coming along. Um, yeah, maybe, um, I don't know, maybe maybe now we're getting to the end of the season. Uh, we might do a couple more of these live. It will save me rushing to get the get it ready for a Friday afternoon recording. We'll see how it goes. But Yeah, obviously FPL is going to finish. So, you know, we'll have more time to focus a little bit on Chapman. So, yeah, we can definitely do a little bit around that. Um, and I will be busy preparing some new things for the new season, I think, next year. Um, yet to be discussed between us all, but there's definitely going to be a change in graphics, I feel. Um, why not? Spruce it up a bit. Um, are we done? I think so. Cool. All right. Well, throw that whistle, Darren. That's it. Oh yeah, the full-time whistle. <laughs> on, That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> well, do you know what? I don't think a full-time whistle will work. <laughs> don't know if you're going to be able to see it here. Uh, I mean, we've got to talk for another hour if we've got no. No, food. no, no. Hang on, two seconds. <laughs> I just need to. I need to move something now. I think. Hang on, full time. There he is. Yeah. <laughs>